Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Forever. Dog. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspod at gmail.com. And now on with the show. Hi, you sloppy, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you stupid little fucks. It is sloppy seconds. What's the sloppy seconds with me and your big dipper, you stupid little fucks? Hi. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. This week in Candy Muse News, Candy Muse has been cast on season 13 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Come on, Candace. Come on, Candace Musical. She really turned it in those Meet the Queens videos. Yes, she did. And how crazy. We just had her on the show. Like, no idea. She was like, big things things to come. Who knew? Who I can't believe she knew? didn't tell us. I know, and I filmed that whole music video with her, and not right. a one, not a peep not about a the peep. not an Easter race. peep about it. So strange. Well, the girls are professional we, these days, honey. Yes, they keep it. They keep their they sign their shut. NDAs. They stay in the house. They don't fly anywhere for gigs. They're, they're not in Puerto not, Vallarta. They're not getting they're, pumped. Honey, they're not on yachts and boats with all the other girls. I'm being shady, but okay. Yeah, you'd be a very shady. <laughs> anyway, that's all for Candy Muse News. Why is, news. Why is everyone in Tulum? Why is everyone in Tulum or Puerto Vallarta? What happened? What? What? Where? You know why? Because I've seen pictures of people that are there, and I have a good friend who's there. Um, and it's everything's just open and going. Like people are going out to bars. Like there's nothing happening. I don't want our podcast to become like but gay shame. I. I First of all, you brought on the gay shame when you started investigative journalism here on this show. First do, do, and do, foremost. Do, do, do. Second of all, um, listen, I yes, I hate I hate getting on here and being frustrated about the pandemic every week. But guess what? We live in this world. This shit is happening. It is historical and revolutionary. Uh not revolutionary. It is historical and what? Impactful. I don't know. What's I'm just the word saying that means like, when it's never happened before? Yes, unprecedented. 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 <laughs> and um, you know, at the end of the day, it's Scorpio season. My claw. <laughs> My claw. It's okay for them to come out now. Um, I will say I was mildly shocked that they didn't have to um close caption Candy Muse speaking. Well, we had a little problem, but that was due to internet connection. They were live no, in person. No, someone commented on that video, and they were like, wow, I'm sorry, on our podcast, and was like, sorry for getting so mad about the Candy Muse audio. Turns out it's just her voice. Ah! <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, but we, you put on Twitter this, like, a few days ago, you were like, 
should the next episode of Sloppy Seconds be a Grinch the Musical recap and roundup show? Mm-hmm. And I don't know that the whole episode is going to be that, but we both watched the musical. You watched it all the way through? No, I like did some stuff in between. But oh, okay, yeah. so we're talking about Dr. Seuss's The Grinch musical that aired on NBC. Was it live? Did they do it, it live? No, it was not live. It so was not live. It was shot in different music. scenes. Well, I mean, they they said it was live, but I was like, no, it's not like the other ones where it was literally a play that went from beginning to end. There was times where, it, like, you could tell that it was like it just stopped, and they all well, were they like, went all right, to cut. Girl, they went to commercial. I know, but even at the other ones, it was like they went to commercial, and it didn't feel. This felt like there was like restaging every time. The whole stage would change. There was none. And Girl, on the other one, was... you would see the stage move. Like, it felt Do like a you real know, musical. Have you been to a Broadway musical? No, but I can tell from watching this. You said no? Scene from... Oh, wait. Yes, I have been to a Broadway musical. <laughs> because they can do a set change in, like, 90 seconds. I don't think that they did that You're being for this so aggressive. One. I also want to say neither of us have done any research. So I'm going to pose a bunch of questions. Um, okay. Was, and I was, don't have answers, but I pretend like I will. Is this a musical that like happened on Broadway? That's what I need to know. Cause I don't know if this existed <laughs> in the world before too. I don't know if it existed in the world t- before this. I feel like maybe, but it, it had God, to be because they wouldn't have written a musical for this. We could have asked, we could have. Okay. Here's the thing. I'm just Googling it because it's like, It'll just come up. Okay. Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the musical, or simply How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the musical. It's a seasonal. Okay. First performance, November 1994 in Minneapolis. And it had 1994 written all over it. 2006 on Broadway, 2007 Broadway Revival, 2008 U.S. Tour. 2010 U.S. tour, 2019 U.K. tour. Wow. Were there any other famous Grinches? I don't know. I have a question. How come all the little Whovillians, even the little kids, they were thick? Okay. okay. (laughs) Don't do that. I said, don't bring that little thick eight-year-old around here. No, don't do that. (laughs) Okay. So, so, okay. So, for anyone who didn't watch it, my my best experience with the live NBC musicals, I think, was The Wiz. The Wiz was pretty good. I didn't look at that Peter Pan that they did. Peter Pan with- was bad because they didn't have... Here's my problem with all of these. If you're going to do a live theater musical, why not go straight to the source of the most talented live theater musical actors and get some top name Broadway stars in these. I know that they're going to charge a lot, but it's also like you're putting so much money into the special. I would say aside. Well, I enjoyed when, when Fox did the rent live aside from, did you ever see aside from the staging, the set, the sound, the sound mixing. What are you talking about? The sound of one person's voice. You are being so shady right now. No, I enjoyed her in the the thing. Mm. Um, do you? Did you ever watch? Didn't they do? Didn't they do like they did Greece? Who? Oh, Greece live. They did Greece live. Oh, Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens is, and then they also did. Wait, but these Greece were on the Fox. The- I oh. feel like the Fox live musicals are better. Who was? They had Hairspray. Was that Fox? 
Maybe. God, we should have done a little bit Harris of research. Hairspray had Ariana that. Grande in it. Anyway, no. We no, don't that was NBC because that also had... Um, 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 it wasn't Amanda Bynes in that? Yes. Yeah. No, Amanda <laughs> Bynes was in the movie. Amanda Bynes was in the movie. Oh, okay. Because she, okay. she played Amanda Bynes' character. Ariana Grande. Yes. And it always comes back to Amanda Bynes with me. <laughs> It does always come back to Amanda Bynes. To me, the iconic Amanda Bynes photo is her in court with the the wig, the bangs and the wig and the cheek piercings. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And that's I like, lived was that York. shortly before or after she said Drake could murder her pussy? I think that was after. Girl. I lived in New York when she was living in New York at the time of that. And I saw her multiple times because we lived near each other. And she was a mess on the street. A mess on the street. A mess on I the do street. Wanna, I do want to. I do want to talk about why the Max Grinch. the dog. Who said Max was in charge of telling this story? Who why said Max? Why couldn't it have been a narrator and we get to just hear a recording of Alex Newell hitting the notes or something? Girl. Yeah. I want to read this text from my mom that is a little shady, and then let's get into the real Grinch deep dive, which is, my mom texted me, we just watched The Prom on Netflix. It was really good. And then I sent her, I didn't respond, and I sent a thumbs up this morning, and she just responded, well, entertaining, which I think is like. She was like, it was really good, but I didn't like go off being like, yeah, 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 yeah. So she just responded with, well, entertaining is what I mean. <laughs> I well, ha- that answer. has been catching like a ton of flack because of James Corden playing a gay guy or whatever. Yeah. I keep on forgetting he's not gay. If he's not gay, how come he was on the cover of a gay magazine? That you can go look up. I think it was Attitude or something like that. That me and... Ray Latre are on. Oh, Ray Latre. With him. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we did this one shot. I'm sorry. I'm going to talk about it because I'm so upset. They were like, will anyone get in the pool? And everyone was like, no. And then everyone looked at me and I was like, okay, fine. I'll get in the pool. And so I stood in the pool and then James Corden poured a bottle of champagne into my mouth, pouring all the way down me, like all over my costume. And they didn't even use the shot. I got soaking wet, had to go home wet, padded, like ride in my car, messy, wet, and they never used the shot for the cover of the magazine. How much did you get paid? Enough. Okay. Um, I feel like James Corden is one of those people who's been bullied for being gay his whole life. And now and he so, wants to reclaim it by stealing roles from gay people. And so people think it's like, okay. I don't know. Okay, so our care. takeaway. I really don't care. Takeaway from the Grinch. Who designed it? To me, it's not a good musical, but it gets a pass because it's a it's a holiday story people like to hear every year. What are the what what makes the the Grinch stand out is the performance of the Grinch and the design. So yes, a slay of, of that is Jim With Carrey. Oh. Well, Shea Coulee, sure, recently, but also classically Jim Carrey and all of the way they did all the Who's. That yes. that movie that, that is the standard. So that is where I want to start with 100%. with this musical is like that level. And if you know it's going to be like HD up close recording, find a makeup artist that knows how to do stage makeup, girl, and do some sort of well done application. I don't even care if all the who's the who's could stay looking as poorly as they did, girl. But why did they put fake nose on the who's? 
That's what, I, well, I mean, because when in the books, they do have that little nose. And I understand why they didn't do, like, the full mouth prosthetic, because they needed to sing live. So, like, yeah. just the little nose makes sense, and those were fine. But the Grinch, he needed better makeup all it, around. I, I didn't understand why he was in platform Doc Martens. I didn't understand. It looked like they didn't want to sew any costumes for him. They just wanted him to be a Grinch <laughs> and then, like, find pieces and piece them together poorly it but i also this is what i wanted to say because when we were gonna we i knew we were gonna get on here and be messy and sort of drag this whole production um i have also like really been inside something like as far as like a like a project or a production where like the directors and the producers are like really on board and it's like yes let's do it and everyone's like oh cool yeah i love those pants and like oh totally she should wear that wig and like cool great and this then, is network television that but you just exist. like you just like forget that it's not good you sort of like everyone convinces themselves that like this is the dopest thing ever girl Everything looked busted. <laughs> the only thing Every that didn't part look of it looked busted. The only thing that, to me that didn't look busted was the set. I thought the set the was set interesting was and cool because and it looked like the drawings. The screen, like the LED wall, really changed the like game because it could act as a backdrop on the backdrops. But yeah, no, uh, like no, the costumes were. Some of them were good. The only one person in it that I would say could walk away and be proud of their role is the mom. Yeah, Slay, for she sure. She slayed. Whoever she is, she is trained classically. Yeah. Matthew Morrison, what I don't need is Glee up in here trying to be like a sexy Grinch. He wasn't even Grinch-like. No, and he didn't do, I mean, not that the Grinch needs to do Jim Carrey's voice, but the Grinch in my mind has like a rough, growly voice. And then when he goes into singing, he dropped the Grinch voice completely. Which is probably why they were like, don't go so hard on the Grinch voice because you can't sing in that voice. You know, you really need a character actor it's to play the Grinch. It's a character role. You don't need a singer and a dancer. You need someone that can hold a note for those little belty lines. For the, ah, and then can character sing the rest <laughs> of it. Not you getting a chance to belt at any given moment. Ooh, ah. Ooh rough. There was a part where two of them were on roller skates and I really thought like, ugh, this, this was my time. Yeah, but they didn't even, they, they should have hired some, like, trick skaters to come in. They didn't even do, like, dope stuff. I know. all Yeah, and truly, those two, thing one and thing two, I think they were supposed to be, didn't look alike. Me and they Nicole, look like, me and Nicole would have been a better thing one and thing two, okay. baby. I just was listening to Nicole's podcast, and she um, was like, I'm really trying to get Meatball to become my best friend. <laughs> did you no, she that? did yeah. No, I haven't listened. She, yeah, she's like been texting me a bunch. We, we, yeah, we're getting very close. I love Nicole. Well, in other news, that little mini doc of me is coming out. The yeah, one, when? When? The one minute, 30 second edition of it already came out. And then they messaged me and were like, hey, we never, we didn't get you to sign any of the paperwork to release it. So we can't release the whole thing. And I was like, oopsies. Well, okay. And so I just signed it all and sent it back the other day. But a full, anyway, a full seven-minute version of that is going to be coming out. A little At mini inthenow.com. It was a very fun thing to shoot. That was what uh, they were shooting me the day that we did Fistgiving. Yeah. So what people don't know is I got into drag three times that day. Got That's in and insane. out of it three times. Went roller skating, rode the motorcycle, went to the skate park. Uh, I think I went, sh- I don't know. We did a lot. It was a long day. And I heard Alaska talking on, on Race Chaser. She was like, yes, we shot an 18-hour day. <laughs> and I was like, they were truly in my house from morning till night. Right. Well. Well. 
Um, any Let's other take a break. Ne- okay, goodbye. <laughs> Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like... Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, like, yeah. you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. I oh oh okay, we're oh, back. We're back. And Hip Dot did release the My Chemical Romance okay, makeup t- set, listen. which I have. I've had it for like a week and a half. They sent it to me super early, and they were like, don't post about it. Don't post about it. So I've just been sitting here on it. It's so good. It's so cute. Um, Trisha Paytas was unable to receive one. And so I told the people at Hip Dot, I was like, hey, Trisha Paytas wants one really bad. And they are like, oh, well, we're like actually out, out. And I was like, no, it's Trisha Paytas. And they were like, can you send us her at? We don't know. And I was like, you don't know Trisha Paytas? This is the amazing thing about the internet because we make these jokes all the time. Like, remember when Madison Beer was like a guest judge on Drag Race and then a yes. celebrity? And everyone was like, what's a Madison Beer? Yeah. And then you look her up and she's like, oh, 160 million. I mean, not that many, but whatever. It's like, oh, there, there are... <sighs> 
This is a complicated thing that I'm going to say because it also relates to people being dumb and stupid about coronavirus is people go, there are so many people in the world. When you tell me 3,000 people died today, that's a huge amount of people. That's Mm -hmm. more people than died in 9-11. But if you tell me it's 0.0001 of the global population or like whatever it is, people go like, oh, that's literally nothing. You know, if you, sh- if you're like, here's, here's a bag yes. of M&Ms and I'm going to take one of them out. You're like, well, I don't care. I still have a whole bag of M&Ms. So the global population is so big and the internet is so big. Like, I think I heard that 30% of the global population is on Facebook. And what's crazy about that is, like, that's so many people. That's too many people. But it's only 30%. Like, the world is so, so big. So there are so many people who who don't know who anyone is on the internet. And the fact that you can be as famous as, like, a Kim Kardashian, a Beyonce, a Jennifer Lopez. Like, you can say, you can probably say Kim Kardashian's name anywhere in the world. And someone will know who she is. That's crazy to be that famous. Yeah, that's how, fa- and then it's funny to be, like, that famous, and then, like, Dumb. like I feel like Paris Hilton was that famous, but now there's a whole generation of kids who have like, no idea who she is, whereas Kim Kardashian truly does span from, like, the youngest of the young to the oldest of the old. Well, because Everyone it's has the heard family dynasty. Ooh, baby. Did you, have you heard Lil Nas X's uh, new song, Holiday? No. Oh, yes. Yes, I what have. I think and that funny. music video is insane. Insane. I think he's, we already talked about it on here. Did we? Well, he's dope. I really enjoy him, and I like him because he's kind of an internet troll. And yeah. what I love about him is I feel like he understands that he is a kid's musical artist. Mm-hmm. Like, Old Town Road popped with five-year-olds. <laughs> it was the number one. I mean, like, he is also... The biggest song ever in music history literally has been the longest on the Billboard charts. What a star. And so that's so cool. But also, I think he really understands his audience because he's in his early or mid-20s and he's a gay man who used to be a Nicki Minaj barb. Like, used to run a stand Full barb. So he could be out here getting with the, you know, fat... What is going on with your snot over there? I'm having some drainage issues. Okay. But you know what I mean? Like, he could be out here rapping about, you know, hitting it from the back and deep throating the dicks and the fat pussy lips and the making it pop. Like, he could be doing what other people do, but I think he really understands his audience. And so if you listen to all of his music, his shit is very clean, Mm -hmm. very entendre, double, two of them. Oh, there's two. There's two entendres. And so I really appreciate that because whoever's guiding him is like, do the Ariana Grande route. When you're 28, you can then get nasty and do math about 69ing someone. Are you ready for the Ariana movie? Oh, I just realized that that's what she meant with the 30s. Girl, fuck you. You heard it. You knew. She says it at the end. I haven't really listened to that song all the way through. 3425. I watched her music video, 3435, oh, yeah, right? that's right. 3425. I want a 59, you, baby. I want a 59, you, and then you owe me 10. Ah! 
<laughs> Hit me 10 on the backside. Yeah. All right. Well, that's been so fun. What a fun discussion about <laughs> Ariana Grande and, and all the things. Are you excited for her tour movie? Kind of. I can't really get behind a lot of those tour movies because what I want is like a, 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 a real. Yeah. I want to see everything. I want to see when stuff goes wrong. And normally it's like very pretty the way they do it. And it's like all nice and friendly. But I want to see mistakes. I want to see her come off stage and be like, someone's voice was off and we need to fix that for next week. Or the Maybe next she show. does that. You know what Maybe. I mean? Yeah, I know. Taylor Swift released another album. I Lesbian in the Woods, I think is what it's called. Another album? Another full album. She's like, it's the sister album to whatever the other one was. Everyone's saying it's good. I don't know. I have no idea what a taylor swift album sounds like i don't think i've ever listened to one i listened to one because there was one song that i liked where it was like i don't remember no because i don't really remember it it went something like um who <laughs> don't, don't do that to me Listen, y'all, this is a Saturday episode. You know, sometimes Sundays get a little wild. Saturday mornings, not so much. Now we're going to go to the part where if you... in the park, on the 4th of July. I just want everyone to know that Dipper is, like, writing an email or doing something right now. He's That's why it's slow and nothing's happening. Um, oh, so I got to drive the ship? I've actually ha- heard some feedback from some people that I do be driving the ship. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, okay. Now on for the next sec. Let me drive this boat. Well, before now on our next segment, we're going to be doing some phone calls from our listeners, a little voicemail segment. We got some real fun new ones. I think today we're going to do three just because it is, we got a lot now. So, but keep calling to 213-536-9191-9180. Also, someone you, someone has complained that we don't have the phone number anywhere in our podcast. Oh, or drag them. Anywhere. Let I'm them know. I'm sorry. I don't know what more we need to do. We say it at the beginning. We say it in the middle. And we say it at the end of every podcast. And if you go to the show notes, if you go li- like to description of the show, there's a place with the phone number, the email, where you can buy my makeup, where you can find us on Instagram, where you can see Dipper stuff. Like, I don't know what more you want us to do. You're literally dumb. You're dumb. If you can't find it. Should we put it in the profile of the Instagram? Probably. Ooh, good call. But other than that, you're dumb. Okay, first <laughs> Here's call. a voicemail. Hey, guys. Um, I'm just calling because there's something on my mind in regards to uh, the relationship between uh, Big Dipper and Meatball. I know that oh. you banter a lot, but sometimes... I feel like uh, Midfall is a bit judgmental of Big Dipper's uh, sexual behavior, um, and I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I don't think that shaming other people's uh, sexual habits uh, is that healthy. So, no one steer any shit between guys. Just food for thought. So that's all I had to say. Bye. That's a good send-off. Do you feel like Thoughts? I shame you? Do Thoughts? you feel like I shame you? I feel like sometimes I think that what you do is gross. <laughs> I think so, I, 
I think you say you say how you're feeling out loud and you wouldn't do the things that I do. And I think as we both do, we sort of lean into things a little more for like comedic effect. Yeah. I never feel actually shamed by you. You don't actually do anything that I think is shameful. I think when you and I send people's posts on Instagram back and <laughs> forth in the DMs, we don't even have to say anything and we're shaming people. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I like about that, that we do this. And everybody does this. Let's talk. Everyone I'm, does it. So we're not, we're not the only people. But like, girl, you and, and I'm sure too. I am. I, my posts get sent around to people and they're just eye rolling emojis. I send your emojis. posts to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But what I love about it is it, we've been doing it for so long that we don't even have to write anything. You just share the post and you know, like, I've got thoughts on this. And you're mm-hmm. like, well, I do too. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's fun. Um, I had detected a little accent from the voicemail. Like a little, Did like you? A, a francophile, like a little French. Wait, play like it? A general, oh, like. French Canadian? Yeah, like a little, like a slight. A like, oui, oui, bonjour. Like a little European. A little I like flavor. A, I like my poutine. Hey guys, um, I'm just calling because there's something on my mind in regards to oh yeah, uh, in regards. the relationship between uh, Big Dipper and Meatball. Big Dipper and Meatball, like that. Are you French? You uh, <laughs> don't don't try uh, saying that word again. French? Are you French? Where's okay. my beret, girl? Where is that beret? All right, let's play this next one. Hi, Big Deeper and Meatball. Um, so this is really hard. So I'm going to try and tell you about how I found out I was asexual. Oh, um, I was living in Palm Springs and sort of dabbling in the world of sex work. And I was visiting a client and he wanted to hear dirty talk and I couldn't come up with anything. And it was new for me. And he asked me what my fantasy was. I didn't have one. So he puts on this movie and there's this ripped Jersey Shore guy getting gangbanged. And I was like, that's it. That's my fantasy. Like a ripped. I like, think I know exactly who he's dude, talking like, about. The film or the client? The film. I'm only think. I'm thinking there's this one guy who looks like Ronnie from Jersey Shore. <laughs> getting gangbanged. Yeah. I can't remember what, but he, yeah. Here's I'm going to think thing, of his name. Here's the thing that I always think about gangbangs versus orgies. God, the soreness. But the <laughs> the gangbang, like in the pornos, I understand because it's executing a fantasy. It's like acting it out, right? Yeah. So you're like, okay, this is the one bottom. The rest of us are tops. When you are not fucking the bottom, you're just sort of like holding your dick, jerking your dick, waiting for your turn to fuck the bottom. I get that. But in real life, I'm like, girl, then just hook up with the other people. Do a little yeah, sucky, like sucky, the other people little... in the room will have. Yeah, but I think it's because it's a porn. They're not really supposed to do that. Right. And the idea is like that one individual in the room is the only person that all of them are interested in fucking. And they don't want to fuck anyone else or touch anyone else's dick. Girl. Okay, let's go. Girl, that ain't right. With no inhibitions. And that's what I want. Fast forward a few weeks later, it's Palm Springs Pride, mm. and 
I'm, you know, looking around on the apps, and I see the guy from the movie, which is, like, crazy. What? But, um, anyways, we strike up a conversation, and we decide to meet up at Hunter's. Um, oh, no. Like, at the end of the You have an issue with Hunter's? No, I don't have an issue with Hunter's. It's just... No, I love Hunter's. Hunter's is a great bar, and I'd love to continue to go back there when this is all over. And, of course, he's, like, super late, and I'm sitting with these queens, and they don't believe me. And uh, he finally shows up, like, out of a movie in a white Maserati, and, like, all these people are taking pictures, and they're like, oh, my God, this is, you know, the guy, and he's so hot, blah, blah, blah. And we... Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Now, now, now. I don't know if I... How did this story go from... One, I don't know if I believe you. Two, how did this go from this is how I realized I was asexual to... We're at Hunters. But also, no shade to anyone who makes uh, porno movies, but, like, ain't nobody showing up in a sports car and everyone's like, can I take your photo? At Hunters? Girl, in Palm Springs, where half of the population who? used to make porno movies, and now they just, like, live Do there. Do it in their house? Yeah. Uh, how? <laughs> a Maserati. Right, I mean... How much porn... This is not the person I thought it was. How much porn must you be making to lease a Maserati? That's at least a couple thousand a month. Girl, all right. Jet off into the night. Wait, what? Milk doesn't show junk on her OnlyFans. I know. Waste of money. And I'm thinking it's going to be like, you know, show, club, another club, another club. You know, we're just going to have fun. Okay. And we end up back at my place after, like, going to a few bars. And we smoke some weed, and he's, like, talking to me, and we're just, like, sort of bonding as, like, two sort of sex workers from the East Coast in Palm Springs. And all of a sudden, he just pounces on me, and we're just going at it, and it's, like, super hot, but something's not clicking, and I'm not into it. And um, I'm getting frustrated because... I literally had mapped out this fantasy and it's not working. Well, it didn't work out. Like, I couldn't get it up. I wasn't into it. But we remained friends for years. And it sent me down this whole existential crisis for Ooh. years. Um, talking to therapists about, like, how this went wrong. And, you know, it just turns out, like, nine years later and going from, like, two partners a month down to, like, one a year that – you know, I'm asexual. Um, it's been a process. And um, anyways, I could talk about it for hours, but uh-huh. this is how it started for me. Seems like. <laughs> um, that story would... had twists and turns, But how did just like one... Like, isn't that always the case? It's like you you build up the fantasy in your head, and then the minute it happens, it's like, oh, it's just normal. But it was like all the waiting and anticipation and like all of that is what was exciting. And then once it happens, you're like, I don't ever need to do this again. But apparently right. for him, it was, or sorry, for them, it was just like, I don't ever need to do sex again. Right. I mean, I think I think there's also the difference of like when you when it's a person who exists in real life that you're fantasizing about and then when you're with them in person, it like it sort of gets like wild and different. I mean versus I, a scenario a scenario a Charlene scenario. That's like her word. 
scenario. No, I didn't know that. I love Charlene. Oh my god, yeah, she invented that word. Okay. Well, you know, if if it's a scene, we should have Charlene on the pod. Oh my Sorry. god, yes, we should have that Charlene would be on the stunning. pod. Um, uh, but so like you know, some sort of like uh scene or idea in your head that can become sexy like in any way that it, in any form that it takes. But if you're like I've watched this person in porno films. I want to fuck them. And then you hang out with them. And then you're like, now it's time to fuck. It's like that performance anxiety. But we need to get into the bigger conversation here of the the discovery of the asexuality. Wait, but can I also say one more thing about porn stars is that working with all, like a lot of them as, as go-go dancers and stuff, they're so hot and you're like so horny for them. And then you meet them and start talking to them. And for me, once I get to know them on like a personal level and know anything about their personal life, I'm like, it's over. Yeah, I am no longer like the fantasy is broken because you're not like, I don't know, you're not the same person I thought you were. You're not the horny little fuck I thought you were. Well, let me tell you, I have this. I I've been talking about this with my therapist and BetterHelp. Ah, BetterHelp. But I have this like thing is like putting myself out there on this podcast and making music and videos and performing. I have like an internal thing where I because it's happened a few times. I project this idea that people have an expectation of how I'll be sexually and intimately because I talk about it and I talk about it in my music. So then yeah, when you I'm, talk about putting your dick in people's butts and in, in the music. And then when they get there and you're just like, I would just like to suck your penis and leave. Well, not even that, but just this idea that it's a character. You know what I mean? We yeah. talked about, we talked when, when Michael, either when we did the drive-in show and I interviewed Michael, when you weren't around or we've just sort of talked about it. It's like he, he much prefers Logan over meatball obviously he's not dating meatball and so for me sometimes when people know who i am ahead of time it feels like they want to date big dipper and they don't want to uh-huh. date me you know yeah that's always the most annoying question is like when i'm out of drag i'm not being paid to like be performing or anything and i'm just hanging out people are like you're so much more fun like what's going on why aren't you being so fun and loud and crazy are you sad? And I'm like, no, I'm just at a bar trying to hang out. You're like, I'm just waiting for my Matsi, my yeah, I'm fingers. just waiting for my chicky fingers and Matsi sticks. My Matsi sticks. Um, okay, one more phone call. One more phone call, but I do want to. We have a, a a moment of time before we play this further call. I want to talk about the asexuality journey because I think a lot of people go like, that's crazy that um they were a sex worker and and doing sex and having clients, but, but to they're me, asexual. Sex work isn't for is I mean it can be for pleasure, but for me it's work. It, or not for me, but like in my opinion. Right. In, but I in also what I just, know. I just want to say the thing that we learn about the spectrum of gender and the spectrum of sexuality is that um it, we can always evolve and change. So um you know, like just like there are some people who like don't know that they fall on the queer spectrum until later in life. You know what I mean? They like don't discover it or they don't understand. I feel mm-hmm. like there are plenty of people who maybe had sex drive and were sexual and had no performance issue. And then later in life, we're like, actually, this isn't for me. Yeah. And they've sort of settled into their asexuality. So I just wanted exactly. to say that because, I yeah. think, you know. And I'm sure you know. that there's a lot of people that were asexual for a long time and then something happened or a, fl- a switch got flipped and they were like, well, maybe let me try start getting into this again people change people people change. change okay here's our last voicemail 
Hey guys, I wanted to call for a long time and tell the story about how I one time had sex with my doctor, and the thing about it was we had sex during my physical. <gasps> Let's get physical. No, physical. Do the Doolalipsa. You know, I, this doesn't, it doesn't, it's not coming to mind. And I, you, you know, I've memorized song. it and performed it before. Let's get physical. I do it to you. Come on. Let's get physical. Yeah, okay. Anyways. Hold on. Just a let. There it is. There okay. It is. <laughs> you said, you know, it's not coming to mind. It's not. <laughs> okay. During your physical. Hot. We were in the office. We kind of started talking, like flirting a little bit. We talked about P-Town. And then we, I asked him what his favorite porn stars were. And then we were just making out. Uh, and then I started fucking him pretty. in uh, the office. Uh, his hands were against the door so that no one would come in. This has always been, like, the highlight of my life, the most porn star, porny moment of my life. But I always thought it was very special, and then I found out a couple years later that he got fired for doing the same thing with a bunch of patients. So that's my fuck talk story. I also wanted to say on your recent podcast, did does Dipper have the tiniest little nipples? And one last thing. Do you guys know that Gemma Bubblegum and Bitch Pudding went to the same college together? I think they were in the same graduating class. I'm not sure. All right, well, I love you guys so much. I listened to 8,394 minutes of your podcast this year. Love it was you guys this back. guy. It was them. Wow. This is, that's like the best voice. That's the best call because it was stacked. Stacked. So, stacked. Let's start with the sex with your doctor. That sounds super hot, but the you know the minute they're comfortable enough just to fuck you with the hands on the door... They've done it before, baby. You ain't special. Just like a teacher fucking a student in his classroom. You'll you aren't the first and you won't be the last. The the thing that is wild to me is that they started kissing first. Because I could imagine touching first. I'm gonna examine you, then your dick gets hard, and then he looks at you and then goes and like maybe grabs more. But the first step to fuck your doctor is kissing? Girl, he was ready. Oh no. And if he was ready to take some dick right there, right then, he cleaned out before he went to work. He's a doctor. He looked at the books and he saw you, you were, were coming, coming in. He saw your name and he said, quick, someone hand me one of those syringes. I got to go shoot some water up my butt. <laughs> Is that an That's... Adam's family parody? All right. And then the other part, <laughs> do you have tiny nipples? They're small, but I'm growing them. I went on What's the Safe Word podcast with Pup Amp and uh, uh, Christopher Weston. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of conversation about how to grow my nipples. Mm-hmm. So we're working on that. What is, what's the key to growing a nip? Some getting, I have to play with them, which the thing is, I don't really, right now they're not that sensitive. So I don't really like playing with them. I also don't do a lot of like self playing. I don't like sit around and jerk off. You know, there's some people who are like, well, end of a long day, I'm going to kick back on my couch and like really jerk Light off the for fire, get a minutes. movie going, and you're rub like, what it, is pop going a out? Viagra. I'm like, when I jerk off, it is the fastest I can come possible so that I can move on and do something else. I don't like enjoy jerking off. Well, see, off. maybe, I know, but maybe you should try 
what is that Vicks vapor rub up behind you? Maybe you should try it with Vicks. Maybe no. Maybe you should try it. Like lighten some candles. <laughs> Not Vicks vapor rub on your Maybe dicky? you should try lighting some candles and doing that. And then pleasuring your nipples and maybe the whole experience. Have a glass of wine or glass of apple juice. And in I your could case. play Let's Get Physical by Dula Peepa. Uh, how's it go? Let's get physical. Come on. Just a little time. Hold on. Hold on. Tell me if you're ready for my. Someone told me I sound like a Muppet when I sing. And then True. what was the last part? Bitch putting in Jim a bubblegum went to school together. I feel like I knew that. But I don't know if they were friends. I mean, uh, just because you graduated the same class as someone at a college, like, that means nothing. Nothing. Girl, this was a sack call. And thank you for listening to all 8,000 Minutes. We love that you guys listen to this show. Truly, truly madly deeply. Also coming up, we have some amazing guests. Yes. um, This Friday is going to be the last night of Hanukkah. And so Aleka is going to be joining us. Famous Jewish drag queen, Alaska Thunderfuck. (laughs) Famous Jewish narcoleptic drag queen, Alaska Thunderfuck, will be joining us from Seattle. Um, And uh, then we have a special surprise for the end of the year. But I do want to tell everyone now, um, we won't be putting out episodes on the last week of the year. So that last week of December, there will not be an episode on Tuesday, December 29th, or Friday, January 1st. We Instead will... of doing those, unfortunately, we just can't. Um, there will be two three-minute episodes, and it's just going to be me singing Defying Gravity. Two different times. It's going to be two different versions. Two different takes of it? Two different takes, but that's what you'll be getting. Oh, my God. We can't do that to them. Yeah, we can't. No, we can't because I don't want to. (laughs) How about you do one and I do one? Okay. Okay. (laughs) Wait, isn't it actually a duet, though? Kind of. So we'll switch off. One of them (laughs) will be you as Glinda and one of them will be... We can't We'll get copyrighted, right? Well, we we just won't sell ads on it. I don't know. Well, so th- if you care to find me, hey. look to the western sky. So if you care to find me, look to the western sky. You like that? Yeah, that was pretty good. I mean, that was better than mine. I will give you that. So, so. I think that's it. <laughs> Go uh, watch, go watch the Grinch. It's an hour and twenty minutes. It's bad, and you can um you can skip through you can skip through a lot of it. So um if you want to call and leave us a fuck talk story, our number is two one three uh-uh. five three six uh-huh. nine one eight zero. And um uh let us also send us an email at sloppy seconds pod at gmail and uh, let us know if you have a, a a story that needs investigating, like a drag story or like. Um, yeah, because because I would love to talk to Alona and Willem a about marriage breaking up or something the, like that. Or do you know a guy who used to have no hair and then all of a sudden has hair? Ooh, and is pretending as though it's not a wig. The secrets of Rogaine. Or glue on those glue on wigs. Do you remember that movie Bridge to Terabithia? Yeah, baby. It was sad, right? Didn't the little boy? Yeah, die? she died of cancer or something. Oof. 
All right. They used to get you. Do you remember my girl? <laughs> Nothing you can do. Oh, no, that's my guy. It was the one where she yeah, she, she was allergic Culkin. to bees. Yeah. Or he was allergic to bees. Someone died from bees. This is bad now. Let's end. Okay. Bye. Doodle doot doot forever. Dog. Oh. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media. Mom! Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Mixed and mastered by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork is drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.